Welcome back to the It's Pretty Random podcast. I'm your host, Emily Burton, and welcome as well if you are watching on my YouTube channel. If you're not and you want to, then head on over to YouTube and type in Emily Burton and I should pop right on up. Let's get into it. If if you're just now joining the podcast or you're just now joining Halituber, then let me just explain a little bit to you. Uh, this month, the month of October, I am doing a series on my YouTube channel called Halituber, and it's where I'm posting a new video every other day in the month of October. And today is the second episode for the October series here on the podcast, which is all about the history of Hogwarts and its founder. So yeah, you are pretty much caught up on the whole series things going on in my little creative space. And today, actually, for this episode, we are going to be talking about Slytherin. Because let me just do a quick recap for you. Last week on the podcast, we started the ha- the uh, October series, not the Hallituber series. I am seriously so surprised that I haven't scheduled a patient at work and said, yeah, your appointment's on Hallituber 22nd. I'm very very surprised because that's literally what I call October is Hallituber. Anyways, back to the point of this. So like I was saying, last week we started the October series here on the podcast for the um, Hogwarts history of its founders. And we started with my house, which is Ravenclaw. And we learned some pretty interesting facts about its founder, Rowena Ravenclaw, and her daughter, Helena. And through that, uh, we talked about the Bloody Baron, which is, in fact, Slytherin's house ghost. And if you couldn't tell by the dark makeup and the green t-shirt, if you're watching the video, um, today is Slytherin. We're talking about good old Slytherin. So prepare yourselves. We're going to get into Slytherin. There's probably some dark and disturbing things here. I don't know, but we'll find out together, okay? Let me be completely honest with you. It's a Thursday evening. It's six o'clock p.m. I just got off work. I had a hellacious day. You know, one of those days where if you're in customer service, um, People enjoy telling you how to do your job, even though my coworker's been doing it 10 plus years and I've been doing it for two years. So I'm pretty sure we've got a good handle on how to actually do our jobs. But yeah, that was my day today. And I came home, the house has been quiet. So I figured what better time than to record an episode of the podcast, especially since we're doing a video version as well. So all that being said, I am hungry and I'm definitely eating some supper right after this. So if you hear my stomach going, I do apologize, but your girl's hungry. So there's that. Anyways, Anyway, should we just jump into the history of Slytherin? Like, I think we should. So, here goes nothing. I really hope I explained, like, for a brand new listener, I really hope I explained what's going on well enough. I don't know if I did, but let's start out with the history of Slytherin, how it became a thing, what's going on. Um, Okay, so let's just jump in. Slytherin is one of the four houses at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, founded by Salazar Slytherin. 
Um, in establishing the house, Salazar instructed the Sorting Hat to pick students who had a few particular characteris- okay. characteristics. There we go. He most valued. Those characteristics include cunning, resourcefulness, leadership, and ambition. Many Slytherin students tend to click together, often acquiring leaders which further exemplify Slytherin's ambitious qualities. Examples of these include Draco Malfoy's gang and the Death Eaters. The founder highly valued and favored pure-blood students, and the sorting hat admitted that it can be a factor when being sorted. Students of any blood status can now be placed in the house. However, a muggle-born student from that house is considered to be quite rare. So, you and I, yeah, we'd be quite rare if we were in Slytherin. (laughs) I would absolutely, like, Side note here, I would absolutely love if my parents took the sorting hat quiz and we, I don't think my mom would be Ravenclaw. I really think my mom's a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I'd say so. And I think that my dad, he'd be like part Ravenclaw and part, I was going to say Gryffindor, but I really think he's more Slytherin. I think he's for sure in Slytherin. I don't know. Uh, It would make my life if my parents took the sorting hat quiz. Let's go back into this history. I'm so sorry for the side note, but I'm just saying. So the whole mug blood. Whoa, I'm so sorry. Um, The whole muggle born. Um, Did it say? No, it said pure blood. Wow. I am so sorry to anybody who is mug blood. And I just called you a mug blood. Oh, it's mud blood. Mug, mug blood? Mm-hmm. Hey. It's, yeah. It's Tuesday afternoon and I had a rough day and my brain isn't working, so let's just keep on reading. <sighs> so, this created great controversy at Hogwarts and it was the root of a feud between former friends Slytherin and Godric Gryffindor. Slytherin later decided to leave the school when an argument started between him and Gryffindor and they either dueled or started a civil war between the two houses. Houses. (laughs) Such an argument would be forever known as the origin of the feud between their two houses and also made them the houses that are the most competitive. I just said houses so many times. When Slytherin departed Hogwarts, he would leave behind the Chamber of Secrets with the purpose of an heir opening the chamber one day and unleashing a means of purging the school of those who, in his view, were unworthy to study magic, Muggleborns. The chamber was opened twice and the Serpent of Slytherin was killed the second time by Harry Potter in 1992, baby, yeah! Who else was born in... Listen, listen. If you were born in 1992, give this video a thumbs up and let me know on Instagram if you're listening to the podcast. Because <laughs> I'm a 92 baby. We're 28, baby. Okay, so there's the history of Slytherin. So Salazar Slytherin, was he seemed very full of himself. Um, and, you know, Godric Gryffindor, same. But, like, on two totally different levels, like, I don't know, Salazar Slytherin, maybe it's just the way I perceive Slytherin House. 
he seems kind of like a, a, a D-bag, you know, and Godric Gryffindor, he also seems kind of D-baggy, but like hero D-baggy, you know what I mean? Like, uh, can I say like, like Iron Man? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Like Iron Man, he's totally full of himself, but Iron Man would totally be a Gryffindor. Loki would be a, a Slytherin, not just because he wears green and Iron Man is red, but like Loki would definitely, okay. Loki's not a good guy. I'd say maybe, oh God, it's so hard. Okay. Um, so, Iron Man, definitely Gryffindor. I'm trying to go through the Avengers in my mind and find, like, a good comparison. For some reason, I'm leaning towards Thor being, like, a Slytherin and Iron Man being, like, a Gryffindor. Does that make sense? Kind of. Sort of. But more than Thor, it's definitely Loki. Like, I love me some Loki, I'm just saying. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know, but I'm going off on a totally different pathway here. Maybe next year we'll do the Avengers, who knows. Okay, so from my really great um, analysis of both of those founders, let's just jump back on to the Bloody Baron. I've pulled a little bit from him. So let's see what this little thing has to say about the Bloody Baron. There wasn't really much that I could find on the Bloody Baron that told a lot about him that didn't really relate to Helena Ravenclaw. So it, this kind of ties into last week's episode. So I'm sorry that I'm repeating myself, but it's a new version of what, what we found out last week. So let's see. The Bloody Baron, who died in the 11th century, it says D 11th century, was a wizard who attended Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry in the Founder's time and was sorted into Slytherin House. After Hogwarts, he fell in love with Helena Ravenclaw, but she did not love him in return. He was sent by Rowena Ravenclaw to find Helena in Albania, but Helena refused to return with him, so he killed her in a rage. When he realized what he had done, the Baron stabbed himself with the same knife and died. That's exactly what we talked about last week. And that's literally all I have on the Bloody Baron, I think. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Bloody Baron, for having such a fascinating and long story um, that we could enjoy on this podcast episode. Really appreciate that. You're really helping out with the content, baby, content. So, uh, since the Bloody Baron has let me down... Let's let's dive into a couple of uh, unexpected Slytherins, maybe? Let's find out some history about some Slytherin members. Members of the Slytherin house? Yes. <laughs> okay, so first and foremost, there is the founder, who is Salazar Slytherin, one of the four founders of Hogwarts. I'm not going to say witchcraft and wizardry anymore. Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Slytherin prized resourcefulness and ambition in his students. He believed that school should only teach pure-blood witches and wizards, and his ability to speak parcel tongue is why the Slytherin emblem is a serpent. Mm. That makes sense. That makes sense, because Harry spoke parcel tongue, and um, when he was, you know, getting sorted, he was like, 
not Slytherin, not Slytherin, not Slytherin, not Slytherin, you say? <laughs> that was really good. Thank you for all the applause right now. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. Another Slytherin. Here we go. Another Slytherin who was one of the first wizards I actually appreciated in, in my little life is Merlin. Merlin himself was sorted into Slytherin when he was at Hogwarts, and the young wizard went on to become one of the most famous wizards in history. The Order of Merlin, named to commemorate him, has been awarded since the 15th century. Legend has it that the first order of Merlin's green ribbon reflects his Hogwarts house. But wait, as I was reading that, I got really confused. So, what was Hogwarts built, like, before King Arthur? Like, on the timeline, like, is Hog was Hogwarts built before King Arthur's time? Let's look that up. So, this has been, this has been asked before. Like, literally, was Hogwarts built before King Arthur? And this person asked, how could Merlin possibly study in the Slytherin house... Centuries before it was founded. That's my question. That is my question. To all of us muggles, the most famous wizard of all was Merlin. Oh, thank you for calling me basic. The wizard at the court of King Arthur. A wizard who was active century before Hogwarts and Slytherin House were founded. Okay, apparently this, like, fandom kind of thing is just saying that, like, I don't know. Like... There's not, it doesn't make any sense that Merlin went to Hogwarts because all of this was well after King Arthur's time and Merlin was supposedly a lot more mature, which not saying that Merlin like didn't live for a very long time because he was like the greatest wizard, whatever, I guess until Harry Potter, I don't know, but um, yeah. So there's, there's no way, unless, like, he went to Hogwarts well after he was older. I don't know. I don't know. That, that just kind of throws me that Merlin, air quotes for the podcast listener, Merlin went to Hogwarts and was in Slytherin House. I don't know. That really confuses me. So let's move on from this topic because apparently nobody really has an answer here. <laughs> this is actually cool. Richard Harris, who played Dumbledore in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. If you didn't know they changed Dumbledore, you probably already know that. Let's just move on from that. And Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. He played Arthur in the 1967 film Camelot. Following his death in 2002, a statue of him in this role was erected in the Bedford Row on the century of his hometown in Limerick. That's cool, though. Oh, ooh, ooh. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Found it. <laughs> Arthur's time of existence in the Harry Potter universe, like Merlin... Morgan Le Fay, etc., is paradoxical as the King Arthur of the Arithian legends is said to have lived and reigned in the 5th or 6th century. As Merlin attended Hogwarts and was part of King Arthur's court and advised 
and and an advisor to him, then he, like the legendary versions of Merlin, predates Hogwarts by around four to five hundred years. There we go. There's our answer. Thank you so much. But yeah, that's that's all that I got on Slytherin for this episode. I don't think this is as interesting as I thought it was gonna be. Like, I honestly thought Slytherin was gonna have some, like, really nitty-gritty, dirty secrets, and we were gonna expose them all today, but I think all of Slytherin's secrets were in the chamber, and Harry killed it, so we learned them all. We were already there. Also, Slytherin and Gryffindor were, like, the two most talked about houses in the movies, so we all pretty much do know most of their secrets and stuff like that, so yeah. Can't wait for Gryffindor's episode. <laughs> so we did one episode about Ravenclaw and one episode about Slytherin and neither of them have mentioned Hufflepuff whatsoever. I want to give the Hufflepuffs out there their, their moment to shine here on this podcast. And I think that's what we're going to do for the next episode. We are going to jump into Hufflepuff. Learn about Helga Hufflepuff and all about that because Ravenclaw was so much more fun to learn about than Slytherin. I'm so sorry if this episode was completely boring, but yeah, so I'm really excited for next week's episode for the old Hufflepuffies. So I guess that means we are going to finish out this series with Gryffindor, so that'll give me a little bit of time just to kind of plan out the episode and maybe, you know, make it amazing. Shall we, like, dive really, really deep into it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think I'm not saying that today's episode was boring because we totally learned about Merlin and that he maybe might not have been in Slytherin. I think that's something that I really want to explore a little bit more because I don't believe it. <laughs> like from a girl who grew up with a dad who was obsessed with King Arthur and has watched almost every movie, TV show, whatever about King Arthur, Camelot, all that. I can, like, like, I just can't put Merlin into Hogwarts. I just, in my mind, I can't do it. But, you know, you learn something new every day. Maybe he was there, whatever. I'll do some more research and I'll keep you guys updated over on my Instagram if you are interested. Okay, so as always, before I leave you guys, I am going to leave you with a Bible verse. And today's Bible verse actually comes from Romans 8 and 37. And it says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Andy. Hush. So yeah, take, <laughs> I feel like the end of this episode, I'm going to be battling with Andy's noises. So if you hear anything, it's definitely him. Take from that Bible verse what you will. I find it encouraging and uplifting and just beautiful. But hang on, I'm not done with you yet. If you wouldn't mind, if you are listening to this podcast on a podcast listening platform, if you wouldn't mind, please do give this podcast a five-star rating and leave me a review letting me know why you like this podcast and what I could do better. And if you want to, leave your Hogwarts house in the review as well and that way I can know you came from one of these episodes. And if you're viewing this on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to my channel. 
give this video a thumbs up and comment down below what your Hogwarts house is. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I hope you're just as excited for the uh, Hufflepuff episode as I am next week. Get excited. It's going to be good. Good. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate you and I hope you have an absolutely wonderful week and I will talk to you all and see you all again. Well, if if you're on YouTube, I'll see you all in a few days. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'll talk to you all again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.